them pups thoughts and bears this is episode 11 word of the day is love is there anything more kinky than saying i love you when you're having wild bareback sex with maybe someone brand new anyways we delve into that and answer a question from one of you viewers who was intrigued by this usage of the word love not just intrigued but actually liked the idea of it so much so that we're going to be bringing them on it in a future episode for the whole episode yeah so today tango and i pop Cylon, talk about the l word that's the word of the day love it's episode 11 them pups thoughts and bears Motherfucking sweat. I did not know if you were going to actually do that. I Absolutely. Changing, Every time. I thought you were changing it up. I thought maybe. With the peanut gallery behind me. <laughs> I thought maybe you found your new fucking thing. I, by the way, love. The, are those called. Are those Smashmallows? Is that what those are? Smashmallows? No. Is that wrong? Squish Wait, are you making, mellows. Squishmallows. Squishmallows. Oh, God. Am I dating myself? I've, I've driven one of my friends all over and taken them to my Costco to get specific Squishmallows before, but I don't collect them. So I guess me calling them Smashmallows, so, does that sexualize them when I say Smashmallows because they're smashing? It might. I look, 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 look. <laughs> so I do want to give a little bit of that story on these. Um, so this, these are, these are my babies. These okay. are these, these are my babies. Um, so this one right here was the first one that my cub got me. And it's hilarious because I we went on a date to um to this uh, amusement park. I'm not gonna say which one because they're not sponsoring us. Uh, um <laughs> <laughs> you hate it, you hate it. Uh, no, I think it's great. Is it six? So we went on a date to this amusement park <laughs> with my former pack. Not gonna stop I'll talk is about it that. Dolly, is it they, Dollywood? Is it Dollywood? Let's go with God. Let's go with that. Let's go with that. And this was an exclusive to quote unquote Dollywood. I almost and fucking spit up in my fucking coffee. Let's go with that. Because I know for sure it wasn't that, right? It wasn't. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. <laughs> but um it it was a specific one to this park and their affiliated parks and whatnot. Um, but it's a little penguin. For those who can't see, it's a little penguin with these these um these eyebrows that are sticking out and it, it looks like an emperor penguin or what some type of penguin, you know, some type of penguin. Um, the penguin <laughs> itself is this little round ball of squish. I love him so much. And I saw him and it, when I first saw him, I looked at my partner and it was like, Oh, he has your eyebrows. <laughs> my ginger partner just looking at me like, for real. <laughs> Really, bitch? Okay. <laughs> like, we didn't know each other like that yet, but he goes back with his family the next weekend, buys it for me, and brings it for me, um, brings it back to me, and surprised me with it when I came over the next time. And I was like, what's what's this? And he was like, he's like, surprise. Wow. Here. And so all of these squishes, all the squishmallows that I have, have been gifts from my partner. And I've always wanted them, but never had the funds to to afford them. Never had the funds or means or knew where to find them in the moment. And I've not never been one for squ um, stuffed animals, but they're just important to me because they usually come with like a he'll like write a little personal note for me and lay it on the bed, or he'll be coming home from work and say, "Hey, I thought of you." And where's um where's uh fucking Gerald? Where is G I have another one around here that's this little dino with a um with oh a god. bow tie. His name's Gerald. We love Gerald. Oh my god, I'm dying over here because I was wondering if I kept my mouth shut if you would talk for an hour about your fucking squishy. Listen, mouse. it's my hyperfixation. <laughs> it's my hyperfixation, okay? I love these fuckers, all right? No, that's, I love um, it. It's I could it's like it's like strangely satisfying. I just want to sit here and listen to your like queer joy with squishmallows. And like right. the origin story of like how like your relationship started and like how cute fucking your cub is and that they bought that for you and like I'm just like listening and I'm like crying a little because I got that whole like daddy thing going on and I'm like 
laughing and I'm giggling because you just keep going and I'm like, yeah, just keep going. Like, and then I'm like, how long, if I said nothing, how long would Tango talk about? I probably would have given you all their names. (laughs) You can. Should we go back? Should we continue? I mean, so. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, absolutely. It's been so long since I've said this one's name that I forgot his name. So his name is now up for debate again. I'm a bad dad. I'm a bad dad. Sorry about that. Wow. But this one on the far, my far left. So it, on view, um, your far right. The lavender. That's Ronaldo. Lavender, the lavender bear with T. Or is that a, what is that? That's is a that walrus. A He's a, a walrus. walrus. Okay. The lavender walrus is Ronaldo. His name so is happy. Ronaldo. What? You are so fucking cute and happy right now. It's amazing. He's oh. so cute. Look, I'm just looking at him. Like, I've had so, like, I get really bad. So, we're gonna we're, just, this is i'm gonna I, use this i'm gonna use this to pivot eventually i hate to say this can i just say this i really what? do <laughs> we have not done any introduction this is just a cold open of you talking about sp- fucking stuffed animals so i don't know who's gonna like tiptoe this is their first time I'm gonna be like what the fuck am i listening to? <laughs> and i'm like here for it but like i'm a little concerned because this is a nsfw kink and fetish podcast and you're like i'm gonna just casually talk about stuffed animals for 30 minutes which i'm here for and i actually listen, think i want you know, know i think our listeners would be here for it too listen hey no no i think our listeners would be here for it too but i'm kind of thinking we should pause and come back and at least introduce ourselves in the podcast what do you, i mean absolutely like, let's get into it let's i hate to be it. that fucking person but i just you know all right dad all right dad can i tell you oh my, okay first of all this is Pup Tango. Excuse me. This is Pup Cylon. <laughs> you just trying to steal my mug? So shit. Fuck. Hey. I, I nah, have me nah, so hold fucking. Up. I'm so nah, lost up, in my nah, head. I don't up. even know my own nah, name. Hold up. You had yeah. your chance and you fucked it up. Listen. <laughs> hey. What's good? It's Pup Tango. Nice to see you. Hey. Hey. And this is and this is Pup Cylon. I don't know. I was thinking of what you were gonna say before you said it. I think that's what happened. So like... that's what you put in the one. That's what you put in the one. <laughs> I love you try to use that ESP. I was, yeah, my ESPN. Um, <laughs> they, <laughs> I've got that ESPN in my head. And this is Them Pups, Thoughts, and Bears. Them Pups, Thoughts, and Bears. And here, this is a huge episode for us. This is episode 11. I can say that for fucking sure. I've never known what episode we were in since episode zero. It's been a confusion. It's been an ongoing fucking confusion. I wonder now that we're in synergy with episode 11 being episode 11, if we're going to lose followers, like, these motherfuckers are starting to get their shit together. And that's just not going to be entertaining. I am a little concerned, but this is like shit together (laughs) in episode 11. We are literally getting our shit together. I just want to say that. Oh, it's important. It's important (laughs) that as, as we grow, we start looking back and looking forward. Like we need to have our ducks in a row, so to speak, so we can all get to the same the um to the point that we want to. All right. Now that we've introduced ourselves, this is fetish kink. Couple of pups. Uh, we're on the spectrum. <laughs> we're 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 yes, on, the on the spectrum. Mate, if you we're on the spectrum, tell. we're on the spectrum, and we're on the spectrum. And I like if you if you're brand new and this is the first episode you ever listened to, you probably don't mean that. You maybe you don't understand that that means. We are both neurodiverse. <laughs> we are both ADHD. So that's a, that are, there is a spectrum. But also, um, I'm he, they. I'm omni. My gender and my sexual uh, sexuality is on a spectrum as well. So when I say we're on a spectrum and a spectrum, I'm on two spectrums. How about yourself? I am. I use they, um, I use they them pronouns. If we're going to be specific. You would consider me non-binary. I do whatever the fuck I want. So if you're trying to put me in a box and say that I have to be a certain way, not going to happen. It's a spectrum. It's a it's a very fluid thing. Are you fucking seeing what I'm doing with my hands right now? It's very magical. I feel like this is, <laughs> am I not creating like a spectrum? I And by the way, I'm sober, folks, and this is very entertaining to me. Okay. So um, <laughs> I uh, so we are both spectrum. In other words, what I'm hearing is neither of us really subscribe to the binary. No. And I wanted to get that out there in case people are like brand new. Cause what I've noticed, there's a trend that sometimes people, and I'm one of those people listen to the last episode first. Okay. Topical. Now that we've Topical. done that, do we want to spend the rest of our time discussing 
your squishmallows. I, I give you the floor. Now. A little Go bit, because then yeah. we're going to segue into what we do want to talk about, what I really want to talk about. I do really want to talk about what we're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, are you, do you really want to talk about what we're going to talk about? Listen, we, we needed the back and forth there. We needed the back and forth there. I need you, you to pass it on and double it, okay? Can I tell you what I'm interested in is people talking about their passions. And you are so, you are glowing with a smile. For me, I talk a lot about smiling eyes. And to watch you talk about your squishmallows, your eyes are smiling. So that, to me, there could be a transference of that genuine passion and that queer joy that you are, you're into something that's so innocent and sweet. And I think, actually, if someone were to venture into our podcast and be like, oh, these horrible people it's just one note it's like actually if you listen to our podcast it's yes it's kink and it's fetish but we have a lot of love and politics and personality and identity and even squishmallows these squishmallows are not just little dolls to me they're not little soft things they come with these love letters that my yes. partner writes for me oh <laughs> Excuse are you gonna, me. Gonna, are you going to read one? Are you going to read one? I'm looking at this letter right now that my partner left. There are little things that my partner does to remind me that I'm going to be okay. And my squishmallows are, are evidence of that. The <sighs> letters that I keep in a box that my um my partner has written. We live together and he writes me letters. If he If he wanted to, he would. Girl, listen to me. If he wanted to, he would. And my partner wants to show me how much he cares and wants to show me how much he loves me, how much he is there for me. And words of affirmation go a long way with my ass. Look, I might be a little bit bullheaded. I might not be able to think straight sometimes. Mm. But having somebody remind me that um, they care is important. Okay. You're raising I, your hand. I'm raising my fucking hand because we talk over each other all the time. And I actually did a, a TikTok yesterday did, where I where I was I was just someone else's fucking TikTok. I was just lip syncing to it. But like where you where the person gets interrupted. Did, I, did you see it? Because I saw you liked all my TikToks, but I don't know if you actually listened to all of them. That's OK. It's OK. I appreciate the likes. Just so you know, I like. I wish traffic. you wouldn't use that. Um, that <laughs> talking and talking fast thing when I it's like the you do it in half speed and you're like moving around a lot while the <laughs> wow so not only do you listen you watch closely yes i'm like girl you could just just normal speed for me i can't focus i look i've always had a problem well, i had an issue like focusing on that because it's just like you're moving around so much around the words i can you're saying the words you're saying them clearly but everything you're like doing the Harlem shake around it and I don't <laughs> I love you I love you I say it in love wow. I say it in love okay all right I say it in so love my, so my TikTok is garbage okay so the whole point is is that uh, it brings me joy so I always like to say my social media is for me if you all want to come you're welcome but it's for me okay so here <laughs> I'm just fucking with you so I and I don't want to lose where we're at which is you said you get love letters from your cub and your love language is the affirmation. I merely raised my hand to say mine too. And fucking cheerleaders are awesome. And tell your friends, tell your pups, tell your, tell your people that they're funny, that you love them, that you want them, that you, that you, they are not a burden, that they are not taking up unnecessary space reply to them love them see them be them reach out to them oh my god i had this cute who may or may not listen to this podcast a cute pup who okay this is how insidious so i just wanted to i wanted to like build on top of that me too like you pups listening um okay so do you do that has this happened to you you find this really sexy, hot, fucking wildly crazy, beautiful, I won't say their name because I just don't want to put the spot on them. But if they hear me talking and they want to come on as a guest, fucking yes. Okay. This hot, beautiful, hairy, and I want to say this, we have a lot of pups that follow us and they have no body hair. You don't have to be hairy. Don't be upset that you're smooth. I also have room for love in my life for men who don't have body hair like so don't feel less than but you i turn the booty hole into a slip and slide hey. <laughs> say that again because i turn the booty hole into a slip and slide look <laughs> yeah. hair or no hair i know where i want to be 
Okay. Right. So I just, I just, as I'm serving affirmation to this pup who is so hairy and tattooed, I have no tattoos. So don't think you need to run out and get a tattoo to get my attention. You don't. And don't think you need to go out and put monoxidil all over your chest and your balls and get hairy. You don't. What? What? Spell that for me. Uh-uh. <laughs> what is that? You've never There's heard of monoxidil to, to grow hair? What? You've never heard of that? There's something yeah. to grow hair or body hair? Well, I mean, it's made for your head, but I've heard people put it on their bodies. Well. <laughs> Let me take a shower at Rogaine real quick. <laughs> That's the, the active ingredient in Rogaine is monoxidil. <laughs> no shit. For, for real. Like 100%. Oh my god. That's kind of like the active ingredient in Cialis is Tadidophil. Tiddy. <laughs> we're I love it because we're gonna have one of these episodes where we just dick around and like we're gonna in the last 10 minutes get to our word of the day and our subject that we were gonna talk about, but we'll just talk for 45 minutes. Here's the thing. Okay, so anyways, I just want to finish this thought. This 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 pup, sexy, like Sometimes you see people, and I don't know if you want to say this is healthy or unhealthy, but you see people and they're and, and I want to get to the smiling eyes. They, they whatever whether they're faking it or not. When I look at their content online, I am like, whatever it is, whatever you fucking want, come sit on my face, like piss all over me, like spit in my mouth, come in my butt, like whatever it is that you want. Like even if that's like tea at the restaurant at a fucking safe, like social distance like even if that's like even if it's like the restraining order says 50 feet away and like we just have to wave from other sides of the street so hey, this hey bro you want a social distance and vibe <laughs> right so, so like this pup is so fucking my jam right and um and so i'm like thirst like following them on the artist formerly known as twitter and then, wonder, like, we're, and then we're connected on We Are Them Pups, which is our, our shared Instagram for this podcast, which I've been the one moderating that. So if you're chatting on We Are Them Pups with someone, you're wondering, who's this thirsty person? It's me. I don't want, like, Tango to be feeling responsible for all Look, that. Look, I do co-sign that behavior on there. Please be okay. as thirsty as possible with these pups. They deserve it. Okay, good. And then, and then, so, but here's how insidious the algorithm is. And this is, oh, I see. And this is why I can't say the person's name because you never know how people like, if people are too cool for school. This motherfucker pops up on my Facebook. But wait, 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 wait. I don't know how because I am a whore. We are already, I didn't have, I don't, because, so, so to be clear, you know how you're allowed to have 5,000 friends on Facebook? Do you know this? What? You only have 5,000 friends? You're only allowed to have 5,000. And once you get over that, you're considered like a personality and people can just follow you, but you can't have more than 5,000 friends. And if you want to have more than 5,000 friends, you have to unfriend fucking people and friend other people, which is, so I've been conscious about like not trying to just like, (laughs) I've been conscious about trying to not like, because I'm at a point now where I have like 53 or 5,400 or not, or 43 or 4,400 friends but I also have like 1400 followers. So if I were to friend at a certain point, I couldn't friend anyone and then people would just be shut off and I'd have like this personality page. So I'm like really pensive about like adding friends, but I get a lot of friend requests because you know, I have my ass out there on Twitter and, and my my Instagram and between those two, I have like 60,000 followers between those two channels. So like a lot of people like they sleuth and they creep and they find my fucking Facebook or the algorithm shows in my Facebook. So this, this pup pops up on my Facebook. And I'm like, are you fucking it anyway? And I'm not saying their name. I'm not fucking saying their name. We're already friends. We're, we're already friends on Facebook. I'm like, when did that fucking happen? And so here's my theory, and I'm gonna sound like a dirty fucking daddy right now. My theory is that this pup, who's probably in their late 20s, I'm just guessing, because I have been out there as a thirsty bear on the Instagrams or whatever. I'm guessing we've probably been friends for a long time, but like when this pup and I were friended originally, they probably weren't all like tatted up and they probably weren't all showing all their hairy body. They were probably like, you know, like wearing shirts (laughs) and collars and sleeves and shit. You know, like maybe they were 22 or 24 and now they're like 28 and they're like feeling their oats and they're like out there. I'm just guessing these numbers based on looking at them. They look like a solid 28 to 35 somewhere in there. I don't know their age, but like they're they're grown. And um, they pop up and they are friends with me. We are friends. So it's not like I have to add them or request them. I click and I message and I'm like, how about this fucking creepy algorithm that I just thirsted you 
on Twitter and I just thirsted you on Instagram and now you pop up and I've never seen you on my Facebook before and you just pop up. Anyways, this pop this morning, <clears throat> enter this. And I'm just curious if this ever happens to you because this has to do with affirmation. Um, where is it? I get a, this is, this makes me seem even sluttier because I get a fair, a lot of fair amount of messages. <clears throat> Good morning. Happy Friday. The pop message is me. And then I say, good morning. Wow. Makes me smile to have such a beautiful human saying hello to me in the morning. How did you sleep? To which they said, it makes me smile having such a handsome human messaging me back. I slept pretty well. Finally got my blanket to the new house. So I slept like a baby. Do I need like a, do I need a session? Like, <laughs> but that's how much affirmation means to me. This person saying good morning to me made my fucking day. I was like, that's why I'm saying this. This was all to go to that place. Like sometimes you see someone, send them a message. Look at your dick doing your dick right, things. The good, mor good morning messages make me hard, okay? <laughs> Look at your dick things. Good morning messages make me hard, okay? That's <laughs> all I was saying. They make me throb. So I am like fucking like, oh my God. And then this pup like you also has a boyfriend. And this pup like you like has a lot of stuff going on out there. But I'm like, oh, at what point can I ask this pup? Do we need to like find ourselves in the same city and create content together? Because I want to create fucking content with this pup because this pup is one sexy. Mo Anyways, I haven't got there yet. Obviously, all this from a good morning. By the way, good morning on Facebook. And I'm like setting up the lights and the cameras and the action. I'm like, let's fuck. You know, I, I haven't said any of that. So if they listen, they now know. Like this is this is a real subtle way to say that. Like if they happen to listen to our podcast. <laughs> hey, mystery pop out there. Um, just so you know. <laughs> just, 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 just so you know. Um, <laughs> Jeff wants to raw dog you. I'm just, I'm just saying. Salon wants to raw dog you. I, I need you to. This is this. <laughs> this is your Valentine, Graham speaking. Um, oh, I need to I make it. this happen. Um, so, how long have? How long do you think you've uh, think think about think back think back? How long do you think that you've known this pup? Like, in I don't know. Was, I don't. That's the best part is I don't know because we were already friends on Facebook, so I have no concept of how long we've been friends. You can um if you there is a way to figure that out. Oh God! This is again the generational gap becomes apparent. I mean, if you open up, if you open up a message, <laughs> if you open up on on Messenger, and you're like about to message them, it'll okay. show you friends since really? after that um twenty xx like whatever year um you've known them. Usually, that's what it shows up as. No, it's because we have this this conversation, and all it says is your friends on Facebook, and where the person lives, which I don't want to say because that doesn't seem fair. Um, and then it just says view profile and it shows the date of our first message, but our first message is recent. Cause we just, cause I didn't know we were even friends. Makes mm. sense. I could go to their profile. Maybe it'll say on their profile. Oh, it did. I did not notice this before. Thank you for bringing me to their profile. It does say in an open relationship. So that's very promising. Okay, okay. <laughs> fair game. Fair game. <laughs> Silo on the prowl. What? <laughs> Not on the prowl. Oh. I have no idea. Is that a cat term? So, I desperately want to show on you the on the hunt. camera, but I can't because I can't on show you because hunt. I cannot show you who this is. I could show you if there was no sound coming from my end, so I could be like, just so you could see it, like if I knew it wasn't recording because it records where the sound is, but I shouldn't. I won't. They are so cute. Oh my god. Anyway, You'll have to show me off camera one day. I'll have to show you one day eventually. When we make content together, I'll send you a preview. Oh my God. Was, <laughs> I love that. Listen, y'all need to get y'all some friends who are unashamed of their, their kinky, unashamed of their horny, unashamed looks. And Jeff is one of them. Look, I, <laughs> I love I love getting messages where it's like, look at who I just fucked. And it's not on like like no no face no case type shit it's not on some like oh the, no it's never on anything crazy it's on a matter of like i'm being horny i want you to i want you to enjoy this as well 
And I always enjoy it. I, I'm here for that shit. I, especially when I don't, I'm not doing anything sexual. It's just like, oh my God, my friend's going to get his back blown down. Oh. <laughs> I have a story that this just reminded me of. Is it a good time for a story? First of all, we're going to start. Okay, here's what we're going to do. We are going to make, we're doing two episodes today for everybody who's living, 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 living. Are you living? Are you alive? Look at your feet. Talk so they can see it. Talk. Talk. No. 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 Wow. Your feet. My friend has the most beautiful, the biggest, most beautiful, like perfect, gorgeous fucking feet that I'm always like, God, your feet are so big. Like might be part of the reason that I'm into feet that I wasn't into feet for the longest time, but just like having their feet on my body and like. I don't know. I don't want to get into I, the details because then people will be able to know who it is because it's like a friend, but it's like a formally sexual friend, but like kind of sexually charged friendship, but not really sexual friend. But they have these beautiful feet and they finally have decided, which is great because they're finally deciding to get a new iPhone because uh, their phone is like an eight and um, <laughs> new phone because they want to do they want to oh, do foot porn. Oh. They want to do foot porn like they're because oh, their feet yeah. are that hot. And I'm like, dude, your feet are that hot. Like you should definitely do foot porn. But their whole thing is they want to be teasy like you just did. Like that's like to all the foot people. You almost saw Tango's foot. <laughs> I keep my beans to myself. Thank you very much. <laughs> At least I keep my souls to myself. You almost saw tangos. And me and mine are just, I'm just a dirty foot slut. My foot's just in your face. Listen, I got like a whole bunch of cat hair and shit on my on, on my um, my feet right now. I'm not trying to show y'all that. Let me get some cocoa butter on these holes. Get some, <laughs> put them in a little Epsom salt bath real quick. And then we, we'll circle back to it. How about that? We'll, we'll... You are reminding me of, what is that? Is it, what is it? Is it Deuce Bigelow? Where he where he's massaging the like size twenty one feet, and they're like bigger than his head, bigger than his chest. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I did have someone who offered to produce our show as a live producer, which in this situation would bring up that video and play it. Um, and they live right near me, so they could do it live. And I'm like, and they're really like big and like big as in like stature, like as in tall. And I'm like, yeah, I guess you'd have to put on a pup hood if you don't want your face in it. But I'm like, no, we're not going to do that because we can't pay you. And like, I don't want to like, you don't need to do that. We're, I mean, until we start breaking money. That, um... I want to throw someone a little a little bit of money if they're going to be here in that capacity. So I'm like, let's wait. But it was nice yeah. that someone's like, no, I would totally do it. And they're one of the many people that are like, <sighs> we should say it. Here we are, episode 11. And I didn't even share this with you. You know how all the numbers are always lagging? Mm-hmm um the day before yesterday was our most popular probably yesterday was our most popular but we don't have the numbers in yet but our the day before yesterday was our most popular single day um and i and this may not sound impressive to people but we had 59 unique listens in one day holy shit like yeah. last time you told me it was like 44. right because it hadn't finished the numbers hadn't finished coming in so 59. yeah and what's interesting is it's wednesdays and i think it might be because i put out the episode Tuesday night late. So Wednesday was the first day for it. And it was also the most successful first day launch of an episode. We got just about 30 or 27 listens on the first day, which by the way, according to the world of podcast, if you get 30 listens in the first week, you're doing something right. We got at that in the first day. So I want to thank you all. And then then I think I sent you a couple messages of um, affirmation from our listeners and i just want to say keep sending those affirmations um one in particular that i sent you kind of late last night because it was really exciting was someone's like oh i just happened upon your podcast like and i don't know if the algorithm like suggested it because that i they don't look like they were like connected to us in any way that they would like how they'd be able to find us and they said it was just i'm i'm i am synopsizing because this person they it is not a pup it is their actual name so i'm not going to like name them but they were i'm going to synopsize what they said i sent it to you and it was just so cool because they were like i immediately binge listened to four episodes which means five five hours right because the first episode's two hours so they listened to five hours they're like i listened to the first four can't wait to listen to more and it has really made them feel more comfortable in there am i giving a good you're reading it am i giving a good synopsis of this that it's made them feel I'm, more comfortable I'm looking for like, the one that you cur- sent so this curiosity. was the I sent last you two. one yeah i sent you two but i just like that we're starting to get that feedback and i think i'm gonna i'm gonna, so here's the thing we're gonna have two episodes today that we record that will not be launched on the same day right and th- they're gonna be two different keywords and so i just want to thank I, I know me being add like jumping off the rails real quick thank you for the affirmations thank you for the words 
And that brings me to if you record something, a question about a previous episode or a question about something we haven't already heard, you can send that recording through our Instagram if you're connected to us there. If you happen to be connected to us on some other social media where you can send a quality video that we can download so I can play the sound through, we're going to do that today because we got a good question from one of our listeners. Now, here's the thing. I'm thinking about the logistics of the calendar itself, Tango. We want to talk about two things, Locktober and love, love and Locktober. Those are our two keywords for two different episodes. I think, I think we probably are all queued up to do love first, but I think we should do Locktober first and I'll tell you why. Mm -hmm. Because by the time we publish these episodes, it may not even be October anymore. Now, the other argument, and we're going to have this live in the podcast, you guys can be with us as we make this decision. We could do love first because maybe we don't want to have this controversial conversation with Lock about Locktober until it's over so that people are actually who are participating in Locktober don't have to feel like they need to. Does that make sense? Should we wait? Yeah. Should we do love first and Locktober second so that purposely we share Locktober after Locktober? I mean, like start walking into Locktober, walk, walking out of Locktober, we walk straight into No Nut Vember. Oh, fuck. So, okay, so, so it's kind of, oh, so that's actually perfect. Okay. Yeah, let's do love first. We're gonna do love first. Yeah, let's do love first. Ah, the joy of love—to love and to be loved. Um, I can I um start yes, start the conversation off of this. Yeah. Uh -huh. So, when talking about love, it is in it's in everybody's best interest that we first define what love is not before we define what love is. Love is not purely um, romantic affection. It's not purely sexual attraction. It's not purely platonic greetings. It's there. It's this complex feeling that tells us that we're not alone. We find love in some of the strangest places. We find it in the 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 most uncanny of people. Like we'd never think that we're gonna find love where we do find it and sometimes love finds us but it excuse me i just gonna get a little more cozy for this the search for love shouldn't be your only um your only motivator in life it shouldn't be your only motivator in um in relationships it shouldn't be your only motivator in like talking to people, like trying to find someone who loves you should not be the first thing that you're um, looking for. Um, but it is a beautiful thing nonetheless to find in a person. A lot of people will go out through their life and not experience that. I'm going to, I, I am going to right now disagree with something you just said. And it's a good point to bring up that we are too. And, and, and one of the other things that I sent to you, and it may have been that same one, Another one of the, uh, I don't know, review, feedback, affirmations we got said they loved our very different perspectives, which sometimes I just think like, oh, God, we totally agree on everything and we like clearly fucking don't. And I love that people are picking up on that because even if we're not picking up on that, other people are that we are completely different people with different opinions, different ideas, different points of view, which is what makes us great, right? Um, I'm always looking for love. So when you said you shouldn't be looking for love, just so you know, like, and I, and so I love your definition, everything you were saying about love, but for me, and I think that it brings us actually to this recording. And I think before we should go, you could continue, but I just want you to know, I'm just saying right now, I, can, I, I disagree with you in the most loving of fucking possible ways, which doesn't mean you should defend your premise or like acquiesce to what I'm saying, but I am, I'm a love thirsty motherfucker who's looking for love in all the wrong places. I didn't come up with that, that was on SNL um back in the day i'm not gonna steal that uh so <laughs> that's that's I like guess, old school eddie murphy right there but yeah i guess it's because like a lot of my friends i'm experiencing a lot of my friends who are like going through breakups going through relationship issues going through um, traumatic experiences with their loved ones and i'm in a place now where my position because i have Maybe it's because I'm in a place where I have the love that I so desired for so long that my search for love has become secondary and my search for my my search for let me say it like this. My search for love from other people has become secondary or tertiary. It's become the second or third thing in my mind. The first thing I'm looking for is ways I can love myself. 
ways I can accept and know myself. Because if I don't, if I'm unable to love myself completely and honestly, authentically, it becomes that more difficult to love the people who are already in my life who do love me. People will say that, um, I, I, I love, I love this, um, I love, love, love. I love this uh, quote from Tyler, the creator, rapper extraordinaire. Um, he said, who's the loneliest, um, the, lo the loneliest in the room is usually the loudest person. It's something to that effect in one of his songs off of, uh, I feel like this was Igor, his um, album Igor. Um, no, no, no. Way before that. Lonely, this was a... Uh, this was Flower Boy. Flower Boy. Um, he uh, he had said the loneliest person in the room is usually the loudest person in the room. And I've learned to become more quiet and to self-reflect and enjoy myself and find the things about myself that are worth loving and um, the things about myself that I want to change, you know? All, and all I can think about as you're saying that is, uh, RuPaul, you got to love yourself first. If you sage, yourself, how the <laughs> hell you gonna love somebody else? Right. She knows what she's talking about. I she knows know what she's talking about. No, and 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 so and that is of course me as like you know my mindfulness coach over here is I, I I preach that all the time and it's funny because most of my clients are gay men so of course you can't help hearing me talk about loving yourself, which includes having forgiveness for yourself, having compassion for yourself. Having, uh, you know, this, and and, the, and that's really it. It's for, it's forgiveness and compassion for yourself will hopefully open up the avenue to love yourself. Now, you and I are coming at this from different directions because, and and I'm and I'm not going to name this other person. There is another personality who is a bona fide uh, queer celebrity who recently broke my heart, came out on TikTok and said we should use the love word less and that we're too free with it and that they used to be too free with it and they are they are using it less they're going to protect it more they're going to hold it closer to their heart and they're only using it in specific situations which brings me to another podcast in the future which is gatekeeping don't gatekeep your own love and i'm not trying to put this i'm not trying to drag this person i'm not trying to put them on blast and i think i want to play this recording of this person which is a person who is pup trigger which is one of our listeners and also someone you are personally connected to yes. who then you got into a conversation with and so when we play this video it is only their half of the conversation you were the other half of the conversation so before i play it do you want to say anything about the conversation yeah i, th I feel like it'd be beneficial to give some context so a little bit of background not to go too far off the rails so um minutes on the clock oh seconds on the clock 30 seconds give me give me that amount of time go. to figure um to write put this all 28 together. 27 oh. i'm just kidding <laughs> so um we met up at the um the bar we usually go to the same spot it's mj's down in norfolk come see me come see my friends if you ever find yourself in norfolk virginia mj's tavern um wow. so not have advertised that you are brave i love that. look i would look i'm not advertising i'm just saying this is um this is the beating heart of our queer community i um, love it no that's that's wonderful what it is. Of you. that's sweet. um yeah. so we got into a conversation about him like, enjoying the podcast, and he brought up the fact that you, Jeff, had um, said that you find you find yourself saying "I love you" during sex because it's a, a big part of you how you enjoy it. It's a big mm -hmm. part of you enjoying your bond with that person at the time is um, talking, um, saying "I love you," and he wanted to know how to get to a place where um, that's acceptable. Because right. he hasn't had much experience in relationships or really with friends that he's right. felt comfortable saying the L word around. I feel like that's proper context. For okay, so hopefully this plays loud enough. We practiced this beforehand, but we're going to give me some uh, latitude if it doesn't. I just, I wouldn't know because I haven't had the opportunity to date any, many more people of my age group. Nor have I, like, you know, gone for older men either way. But, like, um... How do I explain it? Like being in rural towns, you're not going to find many gay men. So if you are actively looking for a relationship, maybe, maybe you know what? Maybe my comments are just kind of out there now because I'm thinking about it. I'm like, maybe, may, am I the issue? Hi, hello, it's me. I'm the problem. Um, oh wow. I don't know. 
But I did, I did like, I'm forgetting his name. I'm forgetting their name. B-Bear. B-Bear. That's me. That's me. <laughs> um, when they were, like, saying, like, saying, like, I love you platonically. Like, I like that and I want that. But, like, I'm trying to figure out what is the range for that? When can I say that? When, what, what needs to, what are the requirements that need to be fulfilled before that can just be a plutonic thing that I can say? If that makes any sort of sense. Either way, I'm still listening to the episode. I keep getting stopped. Yeah. Having fun. It's a, it's a fun podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> now I'm going to be harassed. It's funny that you've like asked now because now I'm just like, oh my god, I did that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just being dumb as shit now. But yeah, no, I don't mind. Um, I do want to know, like, what the topic would be, though. Would it be, like, saying, is it saying I love you or saying I love you compared to being, like, in an area with gays or an area that's rural? Because I'll be honest, I've also grown up in pretty rural areas, so... My dating pool hasn't been that big either. Like, before I met my ex, very much so, like, obsessed with being in a relationship. Like, very, I feel like I'm missing an entire, like, I feel like there's a hole in me that needs to be filled. And now that I've been in the relationship, it's like, I have a little bit more, like, not self-respect, but, like, I have a better handle of myself. I'm more worried about myself than I, I am about being with like other people yeah okay so i'm gonna answer this because it was kind of directed at me if that's okay i'm gonna go off on my own little monologue take take the floor jeff take the floor yeah so um i'm gonna i'm gonna say i'm gonna start off controversial like is this is this too loud i'm leaning in purposely but i don't want it to like spike no you're good is it, is it crazy loud okay so first of all pup trigger i love you I don't even know you. We are in this together. We are in this together that we have shared challenges. We have shared challenges of being the other, being queer. We have shared challenges of clean air and clean water. We have shared challenges of living in a society that does not see us, that is centered around religion and capitalism and all of this shit that says if you're queer, you're broken and you're wrong. And so I love you just because I share that with you. And I also share that I'm an elder in this community that can be so hard, um, can be, there can be a lot of gatekeeping, a lot of judgment, a lot of toxic masculinity. And you talk about rural areas. I don't wanna speak with authority on that. Growing up suburban and spending a lot of time rural as I was growing up and now living completely urban in the third largest city in the country, Chicago. So I'm, I'm uh, away from that by design and on purpose. But what I would like to believe is to say I love you is something that is not about where you're at. It's about who you're with. And when you talk about, I cried when, when Tango shared the, this video and this audio with me the first time I cried because I felt like, oh, I'm doing something that matters. And here this young pup hears me talking about this and it vibrated with you that you wanted that you said i want that yeah so this is this is where a great time to give the difference with what you were saying like your first thing tango is that you are looking to love yourself which at the end i feel triggers said the same thing in different words but kind of said the same thing and 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 same also we're on the same page you gotta love yourself first uh, and rupaul and and um yeah, and the list goes on. We all agree that like that is definitely a good place to start. Here's the difference, and this is I I was mentioning the drag uh, queen who is like I'm not going to use the word love as freely, and we won't say their name, but and I love them and I adore them, and that's fine. And I don't know what you know what hurt happened for them to pull back on on the word, and it's everybody's prerogative. But for me to put my foot on the gas of the word love, when I was younger. Uh, closer to you and Tango's age to be the old fucking man in the room. When I was younger, I was so scared of the word love that I cut people out, that I didn't have repeat hookups or hangouts with people who would say that to me because it seemed so final. It seemed 
like a proxy for commitment. It seemed that I was committed towards this singular road with this singular person. And, and that was really scary to me. My, and what has changed is my understanding and my adoption of the word. I no longer adopt it as a singular path. Now keep in mind, I am poly-minded, I am open-minded, I am spectrum, um, but it has nothing to do with that because I am speaking of the word love in a non-romantic or aromantic way. I am speaking of the word love in terms of familial, in terms of kin, in terms of a chosen brother or chosen brother pup or kin pup or, or whatever terminology you want to use with or without gender. And why it charges me up during sex is because you are, especially if this is, and it doesn't have to be, but for me, if it's, it's, a, it's a bareback connection, that is a really deep connection with another human being. And we oftentimes try to sanitize that and make it not special. I want to make it more special because it is. But that doesn't mean, I'm laughing because there was a TikTok that I didn't do at, that I need to do at, that that plays into this, like, person's like, oh my God, I love you, I love you, I love you. And then the other person's like, oh wait, you want, wait, are we together now? Wait, I didn't say that. No, so it's not that. It's not like I we say I love you and we are now each other's singular person. You may have that romantic love with someone. But if you were going to want to use this word, as you said, platonically, and I don't even know that the word platonically, like there is a way to use it platonically. I say it to my straight bro friends, love you bro, who I grew up with, who are like totally straight and have kids and wives and shit. And we use that term. And I have actually brought that term into our relationships and it did not used to be part of it. And I've normalized it because I like to say it because I never know when one of us is going to drop dead or get hit by a bus or a meteor or whatever. And so why not? But then there's that in-between, right? So there's romantic, there's platonic, but then there are friends with benefits. There are people or people that you're hooking up with. You're doing really intimate stuff. You're swapping spit. You're potentially coming inside of each other. That's a deep connection. What makes that connection more hot for me is to be able to say, I love you, brother. Now, I don't love you. And I and go ahead and make fun of me, Tango, because I said it, brother. Like, I love you. Brother. 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 I yeah. love you, brother. Yeah, like whatever. Yeah, so, oh God, I can't. Thank you for ruining. I'm not, I'm, it's going to leave my sex life, by the way, that part anyways. Is it, is it no, really now? It's probably not. It's not with you. There we, there we, we go. won't be saying there it. Yeah, but, so anyways, um, point being is when you are having that intimate connection with someone, we talk about the front loading thing. It's not something that I would just throw on someone. I wouldn't just say I love you to someone. I, I think it's okay to have that awkward conversation about it because what I have realized I have a lot of front-loaded conversations with other men on hookup apps. And there's a lot of conversation that happens. What exactly my intentions are. And oftentimes, and I know that this is being redundant, we've talked about this before, but I'm gonna purposely be redundant. There are some times when there's a really hot person that I think we're gonna have good chemistry and I start to talk about the things that I'm really into and they will be dismissive, give me one word answers and be like, oh, well, we'll just figure it out when we're together. They're not for me. I'm not looking for that. I'm looking to start building a dialogue of consent before I ever get in the same room with the person, which if you just listen to episode X with all the trigger warnings, Tango and I shared some really um, intense conversations around consent. And so for me, that consent starts from that first woof or that first tap on the app, and then we start talking with each other, I'm gauging, will I feel safe with that person? And so when I bring up with that person, if we're getting to the point where we get to like, oh yeah, like it, it can start out pretty like, oh, what are you into? Oh, I'm into pits, I'm into nipple play. Like, yeah, like, oh, I'm really into nips. By the way, I'm really into pits, I'm really into nipple play, it's so fucking hot. Oh, but, and then you like, and you tiptoe into these things and oh, I really like to eat fucking ass and I really like my ass eating. And it's like, oh, oh, this person's still with me. Like they're still tracking, they're still like, oh wow, they wanna eat my fucking ass. Is there anything like how vulnerable and how fucking intense is that to do that with another grown ass human being? That's wild, right? Okay, and then I say, Let's talk about, so there is a way to be verbal with some, and there is a way to be nonverbal. So I was just talking to a pup who we're gonna play and we want to be nonverbal. We wanna be in our pup headspace the entire time. And so I was letting them know in the chat up front about how I feel about saying the word love. And we were already saying that each, to each other in the chat because we're gonna be nonverbal when we hook up. 
But that's really hot to me because I want to have that bond and that connection. And it's not a romantic thing. I've had boyfriends. I had a boyfriend for 10 years. And when we said we, I love you to each other, it was very different than when I'm fucking someone or they're fucking me. And we say something like, and I'm going to give Tango the opportunity to make fun of me again. Love you, bro. Want you to come. And meet <laughs> I love trust you, brother. <laughs> yeah. Tr trust you, bro. Okay. You're going to have to stop mocking me when I say it. Cause I it is Because I do really love it. I do. The thing is you are, it's, it's actually, I thought it was funny at first, but now it's actually a little hurtful. And I know that you're not trying to do that, but I'm realizing when you say it, that oh, I'm not. I'm yeah. That's not my no, intention. I'm I know, I know, and I know I didn't realize it till now. So, like, that's just a little vulnerable moment that I'm like, yeah, actually, I do really like saying that. And it works for me in that gendered role. So, and I understand why you think it's funny, but like, also, it's like, it's so, it's, and I don't mean, I'm not trying to make it awkward. I just, what I just want to be very authentic with Trigger because when we make fun of that, it it could potentially not seem like an avenue. And so, for me, I have this conversation over brotherhood when I'm connecting with other mask presenting, he, or he, they folks, that it's like chosen brothers. Like we are chosen. Like, it's not like we have the same mother. We're not pretending it's incest. It's like, it's almost fraternal without the toxic masculinity. So for me, that really fucking does it for me. If I'm fucking you and you say, I love you, brother. I want you to come in me. I trust you, bro. Like, I trust you, Jeff. I trust you, Cylon. Come in me, Cylon. Like whatever it is, that charges me up. That really fucking plugs me in, turns me on, really fucking does it for me. So, but you don't just do that in the play. You don't just do that in the conversation. I always say to people, hey, I have this thing. It's kind of weird. I like to use the L word. And here's the part that's so cool is most people are like, that's so awesome. I want to too. I want that connection. But rarely is anyone going to just do that. So I have all of like almost all of my queer, almost all of my gay friends, we say, I love you. Like we say that to each other as friends and most of us are platonic friends, but it's become part of our lexicon because we are having a less, we are having a very deep connection with each other intentionally and purposefully. And so when I say I love you trigger, I'm saying that because I want you to see that that can be something that can be said because I love you because you're human. I love you because you're part of this pup community. I love you because you're listening to our podcast and you give a shit what I'm saying. And I live in a world of affirmation and like, that's really cool that you care what I think. And guess what? I care what you think. And I care what you think about what I think. And that is how new thoughts and new avenues and, and new circuits are wired and new, and new art is created and, and new words are written is when two people start thinking and comparing and contrasting and and um debating and and finding common ground so i tango tell me if my neurodiverse adhd train of thought was even digestible you heard everything i had to say to trigger did it make sense i feel like that made a lot of sense i feel like that pretty much answered the question like um to recap to make it just like a little what i what i got out of what you said it's less important about the where you are when you're saying it and more about who you are with um, making yeah. sure that that person is deserving of that word. It, it's not something you say lightly. It's not something that is taken lightly either, but it's not, it's also not something that is purely romantic. It's, Correct. And that's the key thing. Cause when you yeah. said you weren't seeking it, I'm like, you know what? I'm always seeking it. Cause I want to have meaningful connections with people. So like, I may not always be finding it. I may talk to people who are not emotionally available, but I don't also have bareback sex with those people. Right. And most of our availability me, is a real, real, <laughs> real intense thing that like, yeah, it's, it's an important thing to really t um to gauge on a person because I can fuck a silicone ass with my dick. Right. And, and I, I don't have, mean to be an asshole, but if you will do again. Yeah. And if you're not emotionally available for me, like if you're not willing to have that shared fantasy of what we're creating, that becomes potentially some part reality. Like if you're not doing that with me, I can no offense. I'll find someone who can or who will. Does that make sense? So, Very, so really, when really I'm having sense. bareback sex and I am trusting you to come in my fucking hole, it's pretty cool to say, I love you, bro. I trust you, bro. Like, or I love you pup, or I trust you prop, or I, you know, whatever, whoever it is, hypothetically, whether it's tango or trigger or whatever, like love you tango, love you trigger like that. Like that to me makes me taking that load feel so much hotter 
than just like, but, and, and I know, and here's the thing, I'm not kink shaming anyone because I know I'm, I'm on Sniffy's too. And I see people are like, oh, come in the, I'm hosting at this hotel and I've got 50 loads in me already. That's also its own kind of hot. Just so you know, that's its own kind of hot. That is not the kind of sex I have a lot. In fact, that is its own kind of hot. And I'm going to say something and it's going to make me sound so kink shaming. I've never done it. I've both never, I've done it in a one-on-one -on -one basis. I've done it in a one-on-one -on -one basis when I was younger. We talked about that where I would like be in the hotel room, but it wasn't that I was having 10 or 20 or 50 guys come over. I've also read about it and thought about it and thought how hot it would be to have my cock in a hole that had 50 loads in it, but I've also never done it. I can imagine how hot that would be to walk into that room and smell all the lingering armpit and the fucking puddles of cum, but I've also never done it. But I've also never I, done it. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with doing it. I have. And, <laughs> and that would and that would be a situation. Oh, look at that. Tango gets to see. You always say I have more experience, but see, you've got something. You've We're, checked something on the bingo chart that I haven't checked yet. It, it, it was it only had like five or six loads in him, but it was. It was I have fucked nice. a hole with a couple loads in it, but it wasn't like in the hotel room where there's a line of guys waiting to fuck. It, it was, was like no, this guy I took a couple a loads. It was like, yet. come over and fuck my coming hole. And I'm like, yeah, that's really hot. But it's a little different than like the, there's a line of anonymous dudes we've socialized there's with a the line how number. anonymous is it really <laughs> well it's not that guys. i mean it's for it's anonymous for the for the bottom and the top but there's a bunch of tops all waiting to fuck this hole potentially right. which by the way it's its own kind of hot i'm not saying i'll never do it i might do it but that's not a situation where i'm going to say i love you to the person that's my whole reason for sharing that like that's not a situation where i'm going to be like going and putting my dick in this hole that Wait, has 40 what? loads in it hold up jeff and hold say up, jeff. i love you bottom love i love you bottom like what <laughs> Come dubs need love too. Okay. Right? And then the bottom being like, love I love you top. Like in a way, I kind of want to do that now and make a video because I think that's amazing. <laughs> if I if I were to have like if I were to be like in a position to be in a cum dump, which I've like I've honestly considered it, um, I would want two things. One, having a dominant protective presence in the room with me at all times, regardless of who's in the room. And two, for the people that come through to have gotten recent testing and like there, there are stipulations for this type of shit because I've, I've had my experiences now that I know it's important to make sure your sexual health is taken care of. If you want to explore and I'm, I'm pivoting so that we can break off yeah. and go into our second part of the podcast um, because we have, we've done about an hour, hour 30 of talking so far we're doing logistics yeah i'm keeping i'm keeping my eye on the clock are you actually watching the clock this time yeah a little bit a little bit um okay. but it's important because i thought we had 10 more minutes but that's cool we can, I, I feel like i'm we're, all about putting a 45 minute fucking podcast out there don't get if it's a twofer if it's a twofer i think we're good i think we're good if we have a twofer that one's 45 and the next one falls and that's 45 or a little bit longer i feel like because we have a little bit more information to share with um with when it, in regards to October specifically like the science behind things that I'm really yeah. interested to hear you oh you really want to get to the next episode yeah, look at I this really I apologize I really to all of you who've arrived at Tango urgently wanting to get to the next episode by the way I'm here for it I'm here for it I'm but um for it. daddy I'm here for it give me the next episode give it to me give it to me <laughs> ah, give me the next episode <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh. But serious talk, puppy. Serious talk. Make sure <laughs> that you are getting tested. Make sure that if you have access to it, if you have the ability to do so, please get on prep. Please get on prep. Okay. I love that you're bringing this up. I love um, that you're bringing this up. Make sure you're taking um, control of your sexual health. Talk about consent with your partners along the way. Um, more importantly, make sure you're checking in with yourself. Um, like I know that doctors can do a lot, but see how your body's feeling. See, uh, do I need to add a little bit more fiber in my diet? Do I need to check something out? I, I'm trying to get in the habit of raising my hand in case you guys are wondering what's happening. <laughs> Because I have this bad. Every, well, so I made that TikTok video that I was telling you about, and someone commented and said, "I'm sorry, did the middle of my sentence get in the way of the beginning of yours?" <laughs> I'm like, I am like that is literally Tango and I. That is literally Tango and I, and like that is in my head. So now I'm like raising my hand, constantly trying to not have the middle of either of our sentences get in the way of 
but then this might be like the worst episode ever because we're not cutting each other off. That would be hilarious. Like it might, you know what I mean? Like, because maybe that's part of the dynamic that people love. So if you're listening, we love the affirmation. Keep bringing the affirmation. Tell us if you enjoy us walking all over each other's fucking words. <laughs> we're not, oh God, I am getting a look from Tango. Like, wait, this is not what I thought you were going No, it's not to. a look, look, look. Okay, this is okay. just resting bitch face, okay? I love it. Okay, so, and then, and then listen, but I want to chime in on the testing. Um, this is uncomfortable because the, the anecdotal story that I'm about to give, if my friends actually listen to my podcasts, they're going to hear this and know it's about them. Sorry, not sorry. Hashtag realness. Upfront. Trigger warning. Good friends. Maybe you pause now if your feelings can be easily hurt by my opinions and ideas. Are you about so, to talk about what I think you're about to talk about? Maybe not. I don't know. So um, I don't think you, I don't think, no, probably not. But here's the thing. Um, oh, God, this is getting, this is what's going to, we always do this. Let's end the episode and then we talk for another 10 minutes. That's what's happening right now. But I'm just going to say this. I want to talk about the fact that uh, there's a few things that goes on. I create content online. I am open about my sluttiness. You mentioned this earlier in the fucking podcast. Like, get some friends that you can openly talk about sluttiness with. It's very cathartic. It's awesome. It's wonderful to hear these stories. I haven't even told you about the fucking hookup in the shower at my gym and the guy afterwards mentioned the fucking podcast. Like, that was going to be last week and I couldn't because we didn't record last week and that was supposed to be this week and I can't even tell that now because it's not the story I want to tell. So maybe in the next episode. But, like, all I'm going to say real quick... Yeah, that fucking really, that fucking shit, that shit happened. Yeah. So anyways, there is this thing that we're all adults and we like to fuck each other. Not all of us like to fuck each other, but there is like a possibility and a chance that someone who's friends of someone, this could apply to more than one of my friends. So people are not even going to know who I'm fucking talking about unless they specifically know that whole, if you know, you know, like the, I've been using that hashtag lately. If you know, you know, um, if you have a fucking grown ass adult friend, and I'm a grown ass adult and we happen upon each other. However, the fuck we happen upon each other doesn't fucking matter. Not your business, but we're talking on Twitter and we both make the pornography, which I can say because we're on just for fans. And I have a, that's an off camera conversation about how our just for fans relationship might be changing in a good way. Um, you have no ownership over other fucking adults. And I, and that really fucking bothers me. And that's some teenage girl shit. Oh, you can't, you can't sleep with that one. And this is, I remember this when I was younger, like a younger gay. Oh no, I've had my eyes on that one forever. You can't sleep with that. That's so like people, catty, girl. Have you, have you never fucking had people do that? Like, oh, you can't, I've had a crush on that one forever. Please, you can't have sex with that one. Or like, you know, oh, I'd, you know, I'd rather you not have sex with that one or whatever. And I have a real fucking issue with that. I think it's emotionally really not mature. I think that you don't realize that you are not giving each individual adult agency. You're not saying that they can make their own decisions about something that's super personal in theirs, which is their sexuality. It is part of consent. And to suggest that one other grown ass adult shouldn't have sex with some other grown ass adult because of whatever your fucking connection is with them. It's none of your business. It's none of your business. And actually bringing it up in conversation, like I might bring it up in conversation, not for your permission, and sorry if I fucking have formed the questions wrong, but more for your awareness so it doesn't like fucking blow your mind. Like, oh, I thought we were really good friends. You might tell me about this. Am I making any sense right now, Tango? I'm just curious if I'm making sense. You are. Have you noticed this kind of like gatekeeping around sexuality where like you can't Absolute, sleep with that person? You can't sleep with that person. You can't. And there's a list the, of fucking people I can't sleep with. The thing is, like, if you're not their partner, shut the fuck up. A fucking men. Okay. And now on top of this, one of the reasons that it was suggested that I couldn't sleep with this person is they perceive me as a slut and they're afraid of an STD or STI. But yet then they go and catch STD, STI from other affluent white bears from Chicago. Oop, they catch that. Okay. So this is Ooh, all of this is full circle about testing. And this okay. is what about testing. So just so you know, and then I actually let them know because my feelings were so hurt. I said, you know, it felt a little slut shamey. You didn't want me to sleep with your friend that you might sleep with at some point in the future because you're afraid you might catch an STD from me because I'm so open about my sexuality and my sluttiness. But then you go and hook up very soon, very 
very much in line with your friend coming, there's no way you're going to get your results back in time. And you hooked up with the same people that you just caught an STD, STI with that I know for a fact sleep with everyone all the time because they are affluent. We know a lot of young bears are attracted to fame and affluence. And, and I don't know why, but it, it does happen. So like you're more likely to get that STAD and STI and people who are not content creators, I'm not trying to shade you, but if you're slutty and you're not a content creator and you're like, oh, I go and get tested every six months or every fucking three months or whatever. Like it used to be every fucking six months. Thank God for prep because prep they require every three months. Here's the fucking words of advice from your daddy, from your big pup, from Cylon to you. You don't have to wait three months. You don't have to wait three months, betas, omegas, alphas, puppies, bears, fucking otters, queers, fucking God, fucking damn it. Have a dirty, slutty weekend and go to the clinic. Get tested early and often. I had a three-month period where I went and got tested four times because guess what? Be jealous. I had that much fucking bareback sex. Period, Paul. And, and, and wouldn't you rather be having sex with me who's getting tested all the time than sex with someone who's like waiting for three months or six months to get tested? Do you see what I'm saying? That's my fucking point is because this is full circle to the testing thing. You don't have agency. You do not have ownership of another human being. We don't do that. That's not okay. And stop the slut shaming and you can get tested every two weeks, every month. You get tested when you get filthy. Like, go get tested. Don't wait. Don't get filthy and be like, oh, well, I don't need to be tested for another three months. Well, that's really disrespectful to everybody that you're fucking and everybody that's fucking you. So did, does that put a nice little fucking bow on that, Tango? Period. It does. It does. It does. Um, <laughs> we I, can close this episode on that note if you want. I think we could close it out on that note. Um, as usual, you can find me at... um. At uh, Pup Tango, find my link tree. It's easiest way. Easiest way. I'm telling y'all because I see y'all girls going, don't going. I see y'all. I see y'all. I see y'all because <laughs> I can check the um, analytics on my shit. And y'all have been been listening to me and going through the link tree. Congratulations, you find me elsewhere on that on that avenue. So go find me on Instagram um, at Tango underscore Foxtrot. Replace the last O with a zero. T-A-N-G-O underscore F-O-X-T-R-0-T. And you can find all my other social media through the link in that bio. All right? All right. I'm going to set up a naughty link tree because I don't have a naughty link tree. I have a not naughty link tree, which makes my shit more lengthy than yours, and I apologize. But I'll do better in the future. Uh, So, for instance, Instagram for both of us is we are them pups. We are them pups, no spaces. We are them pups, which we're up to over 400 followers on our We Are Them Pups Instagram, which is only three weeks old. So that's pretty cool. We're excited about that. Uh, And then I posted today that I'm, we're on pause because I apparently woofed too many of you hot fucking pups who've been following us. And Instagram's like, you can't woof so much. You can't do that. You filthy fucking whore. They they know who I am. You filthy whore. You can't do that. And then the other keyword is bee bear, bee bear. And that is going to get you bee bear, bee bear, B-E-B-E-A-R, B-E-B-A-R-E. Again, B-E-B-E-A-R, B-E-B-A-R-E. The artist formerly known as Twitter, Blue Sky, only fans and then just for fans and that's what's going to be changing that's the just for fans where all the episodes are but we are going to be setting up the just for fans with just for just the fucking just this just this but for right now it's be bear be bear just so you know for right now it's be bear, bear. on that note stay kinky pup out